In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Back in the day when a playwright would write a new play, and they would want to try it out somewhere, they would say, well, you know, it plays okay, probably for New York City, or L.A., or Chicago, or Miami, but will it play in Peoria? And uh, I remember President Nixon used to use that phrase when he would talk to his political advisors. Shall we bomb Hanoi? Shall we uh, take a trip to China? Well, how will it play in Peoria, he would ask. And you're probably saying to yourself, what's so big about Peoria? Nothing. That's the point. Peoria is an average city on the Illinois River in the middle of the country. And uh, the object here is that if you want to know what middle America thinks, or which way the political wind is blowing, you go to Peoria. Now, that's not the only place you can do that. Actually, Muncie, Indiana, is known as Middletown, USA. And uh, our treatment center used to be called the Middletown Center for Chemical Dependency. And Alexandria is known as Smalltown, USA. So we've got Alexandria and Elwood and Muncie, and Peoria, and all of them are middle American kind of towns and cities. And when people want to make political decisions, those who are politically savvy, they will still say, how will it play in Peoria? They want to know, because otherwise they know they won't get elected, and they know they can't pass any legislation that they want to. However, Jesus is not politically savvy, nor is he politically correct nor does he care which way the winds are blowing politically. Jesus, like John the baptizer before him, had an uncompromising message that God is near, he is present, he loves all people, and he hates phoniness. So be real with the Lord. He also has an uncomprom uncompromising message to his followers about discipleship. Jesus, it seems, was always swimming upstream. So when other people were saying, how do you get more wealth? Jesus was saying, blessed are the poor and sell everything that you have. Give it to the poor and then come and follow me. When other people were looking for stuff, Jesus was saying, travel light. Don't take any extra clothes. Don't take a purse. Just go out and spread the word that God is present. And when other people were trying to get even with folks, Jesus was saying, love your enemies. When the religious leaders were trying to gain personal self-aggrandizement and honor, Jesus called them hypocrites and phonies. No wonder they wanted to kill him. It was not really Jesus' theology that bothered people. It was his politics, or lack thereof. That's why he got in trouble. He did not want to swim along with the rest of the political influence of his time. He was uh, a guy long before Howard Cosell who would tell it like it is. In our gospel lesson for today, we have more of this telling it like it is in terms of discipleship. He said to his 12 disciples, Do you think that I have come to bring peace on earth? And at this point, I think most of us would say, Well, yeah, we kind of did. I mean, isn't that what the angels said when you were born? Peace on earth, goodwill towards men. No, I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. I will pit son against father and daughter against mother and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. And nobody who uh, is unwilling to take up their cross is to be a follower of mine. They're not worthy of me. And if you, if you give your life, you'll save it. If you try to save your life, you'll lose it. 
And then later on he said uh, the part about taking what you have, selling it, and giving it to the poor. Well, that's obviously not going to play very well in Peoria or Muncie or Elwood or Alexandria. We would kind of like to take the offensive edge off of some of that. We would like Jesus to be the mayor of Peoria, but he's, he's unwilling to do that in any way, shape, or form. The disciples found out that he wasn't bringing peace but a sword because all of them died a martyr's death. And yet all of them understood that it was worth it, that there was nothing that was more important than to be accepted by the Lord God himself and to have the greatest task in the world, to spread the gospel message. They were all willing to do that. There is a part of us that would like to be a little more moderate than that, that would like to kind of go along with the currents in Peoria. Uh, and yet we really can't do that. I was reading a piece in, I think it was Christianity Today, and it said, how do African Christians view American Christians? And it was not very flattering. They said that American Christians have taken the offensive edge out of Jesus' message and his uh, commitment for discipleship. They said that American Christians are a mile wide and an inch deep. That we, you know, go to church from time to time, say hello, try to be nice to people, go to work, don't beat our wives, and we'll all go to heaven. It's kind of a meaningless social club in their eyes. They called it spineless, crossless, and gutless. Well, how dare these African Christians say that about us? They can dare because they have gone through enslavement, deprivation, starvation, hunger, and the freedom of the gospel means more than anything else to them. They've paid a price for it. That's why they can say it. And so today we are challenged. Is there anything radical about our faith? Is there anything that shows that we're swimming upstream? Or are we just floating on the current of political correctness? Is there anything that says about us, these folks are different than other folks? Is there anything about the way we ask God's Spirit to help us be bigger than we are, more compassionate, more understanding, more accepting, more loving, more peaceful than other people? Is there anything that tells us when other people are trashing us, we speak well of them? When people are in need, we give to them. Not just the 2% that all Lutherans average in their giving. Not just the 10% tithe. He wants it all. He wants 100%. He wants all of our stuff, all of our commitment, all of our hearts, all of our souls. He wants it all. Well, that may not play very well in Peoria, and it may disturb us a little bit to think about that. But I'll give you this guarantee. When we are standing face to face in front of the Lord God Almighty, it'll play great. Amen. Now may the peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen.